guys, what's up? Welcome back to Live, Laugh, What? I'm Liv, and today it is the 100th episode of the podcast. I am so excited, and I have a very special guest with me. I have one of my best friends for the last 10 years on, so do you want to quickly say hi and introduce yourself? Hi. So first of all, I want to say like thank you so much for um, inviting me, especially for uh, such a milestone episode. It's it's such an honor. But yeah, my name's Iram. Uh, like Liv said, we've known each other for ten years. Haven't met yet, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm Iram. Gosh, yeah, Hi. I forgot to mention. Um, this has been a ten year long distance friendship. Yeah, um, yeah. She lives in England, as you can tell, and um we were like trying to coordinate something at some point of trying to meet up but we actually so we met through mutual friends kind of online and you know thank god for social media because without that i would there's so many people i would not be friends with but specifically you yeah it's it's so crazy to think how we met and the fact that our friendship has lasted this long it's it's amazing it really is. And I feel like, too, you know, a lot of people, if there's not that in-person communication, things are like weird or they drift apart. But I think we just connect on so many points. And I know specifically, like, when it comes to values, that's been a huge thing for us because we can go to each other and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm dealing with this. And the other person gets it. And one thing I really love about you and again, probably one of the main reasons we've remained friends for so long is that we both really love to stand up for our values. So this is where you're going to provide really good insight because I did not go to college, but you did. Um, So what did that look like for you in that time when you were going to college as a student? And of course, you're still on college campuses teaching, but I can imagine that pressure was really intense. And especially when you're like away from home and trying to fit in. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, um, I mean, Initially, when I applied, it was, I didn't think I was going to change. I went to, I'll say college because you're American, but we say yeah. you. <laughs> but um, when I went to college, I was, I was 23. So I was like, I have my personality. I have my values. Nothing's going to change. It surprised me. It was a struggle at first because um, initially the people I met, they were very different from my values and things like that but because I really wanted a friend and that pressure to fit in I didn't realize I'd feel it and I found that I changed myself a lot the person who I became just didn't align with my values so I'm Muslim and you know I don't drink I don't really party I carry myself in a certain way but I wasn't acting that way and it's it's crazy to think of how you can feel this pressure even though at that time you know I was an adult I wasn't a teenager um so it was a struggle at first and I just became someone who I didn't recognize anymore and at the end um, of my first year I felt like I was living two different lives there was the Iram who went home and was surrounded by her family and her childhood friends But there was also the Iram who was with her uni friends and he just wasn't like me at all. And um, I found that I couldn't tell my family about my uni experiences because there was so much I had to hide. But I realized that certain friends, they just weren't good for me. And I think it took meeting my boyfriend and realizing that I didn't need to change myself for him. 
and that we had similar values that made me realize I need you know I'm unhappy with the person I'm becoming I need to change and it's it's crazy these people who I thought would be lifelong friends the second I stopped dressing a certain way going to parties drinking I stopped being invited to places I stopped getting invitations and I don't know they distanced themselves but it's been a struggle for sure um look I've become more secure in myself and my values and I'm just I refuse to entertain anything that isn't aligned with my values anymore but yeah college will it will test you 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 can think you have like an iron strong faith and you have your values but it it'll change you being in this new environment for sure yeah I mean I guess you know you don't really know the like the the strength of the position you hold until it's tested that's how it is for anything and I think you going through that experience though made you so much more like wait a second I have to look at this you know I know for me there was a point where because I love this too so you're Muslim and I'm Christian which I think is amazing and I want to highlight but there's a point where you know it's kind of like you're relying on your parents faith a little bit until you get to that point where you start realizing, wait a second, no, this is this is what I believe. And you start living it out for yourself. And I think that's kind of the same situation that happened for you with your values. You know, you yeah. got tested on it. And it wasn't until you were tested that you're like, wait a second, I believe X, Y, and Z. And I'm going to stand up for that. And now you do. And you, you've come to a place where you're like, this is me. I'm not compromising. I've done the research. I know what I believe. And I'm going to stick to it no matter what. And there's something really beautiful about that because there's a learning process, but now you have a reason for why you stand up for what you stand up for. Yeah, definitely. I mean, something my dad always instilled in me from a young age was, okay, you're Muslim and these are the things that I've taught you, but I don't want you to be Muslim by name. I want you to really believe the things that um taught. and the the moment where I really had like a wake up call was so Muslims have this period called uh, Ramadan. It's mm-hmm. where you fast from sunrise to sunset. And I've always looked forward to this month. And I remember that first year when I wasn't living with my parents and I, I made excuses for not fasting and it just didn't sit right. And I told myself, you know, oh, but I have uni tomorrow. Oh, but I'm going to be meeting friends and they're probably going to want to go for drinks. They probably want to get food. And I can't be that person who's like, sorry, guys, I'm fasting. Like compromising on my beliefs. And it was such a wake-up call. But yeah, like now I fully believe in everything that I was taught. It's not just I have to pray because my parents taught me how to pray. My parents right. are watching me. It's I, I'm doing what I want to. It's something that I believe in. Yeah, I, I think there's so many points in life you have to choose which path you go down. And, yeah. you know, for every action, there's a consequence, good or bad. And you have to really consider that. And it's like you kind of tried the other path. And then it was like, mm, no, I'm not liking the results from this. And yeah, it's so tough. Kids in school now, I feel so bad because not only is there like the kids in your class, but then there's social media. And, you know, you're just constantly being pulled by the the winds and waves of the times. And that's something where we, in a weird way, kind of both had this sudden light bulb moment of like, you know what, we need to kind of dress more feminine. 
or like yeah. we just don't like where this is going and I see oh my gosh we talked about the teenagers at the mall and they all look like they literally got their clothes out of the garbage like there's just there is no putting any pride into your appearance and how you present yourself is how others are going to see you and so it, we were just talking about that and how we both had this revelation of we don't want to look this way we want to actually look like the women we were created to be and so I kind of want to dive into that of like why did you make that decision for yourself because I've not talked about this but I think I'm going to do a whole episode on it so I'd love to know why you made that decision and then what kind of changes have you seen in your life maybe in other areas since dressing more feminine yeah I mean it all kind of coincides with that period of my life where I realized I was changing a lot and a lot of my wardrobe I just felt like I couldn't wear it around uni friends and I had to buy other things and um, the way I was dressing it was like I almost had two different wardrobes around my family and when I was you know at uni and I never felt confident that's the thing people always say if you dress this particular way that a lot of people online dress you're supposed to feel empowered and uplifted and body positivity but I didn't feel any of that I felt self-conscious I could wear an outfit that was quite low cut uh, lots of cleavage and then the entire time I was like someone get me a hoodie or a blazer right now I need to cover up I hate this I just I felt degraded I didn't feel like myself and um, I started making those changes when um, I was visiting my boyfriend's family and so my boyfriend is an Adventist so I would go to church with him and his family you know we're both from a different religion it's our way of supporting each other so I okay what do people wear at church I have no idea and he well, said you know like a Seventh-day Adventist church which is like yeah. a whole other thing than like you're you know like a non-denominational church where it's, I know here a non-denominational like you can wear jeans and t-shirt but if you go to like a southern baptist church you got to wear you know a suit or something like that so like that's the funny part too yeah so I was like I have no idea what to expect but his mom she's great and I, I messaged her about it and she was like just wear like your dress or a skirt or something like that we don't really wear like trousers or anything like that at church so you know just pick a dress so I bought like two dresses and I wore one of them and his family were really complimenting me and I felt really good about myself and then I wore that same dress when I went to visit my family back home and everyone really complimented me they said it it was very flattering and it looked really good and it just made me put in more effort into my appearance. So like maybe before I'd go home and in joggers, I'd like a baggy tee or something like that. And then these times when I'd go home, I'd wear a dress, I'd put effort into my appearance. And I just felt so much more put together. I felt so feminine. I just, I felt really good about myself. And as someone who struggled with low self-confidence a lot, I really liked it. Because before it was like I had to struggle to find something appropriate to wear around my family. And now I'm like, okay, I can wear anything. I don't need to feel like I'm dressing up like a character. I'm dressing up as someone who I'm not when I'm visiting family. It feels like me. And yeah, as for the changes, 
I don't know. I just I feel like I'm taking myself more seriously as opposed to the way I dressed before. Back then, I just I think I was trying to be someone who I wasn't. I was trying to be this like rebel kind of girl who wore like you know crazy boots and skirts and like low cut tops and crazy makeup and you know I'd spent all this effort into my appearance but then I didn't want to take pictures and post any because I was like I'm not really proud of how I look right now I don't know you feel it in within yourself ever since I've kind of changed I feel like it suits me I mean I'm 26 years old I'm a teacher I cannot be going around wearing fishnets and see-through tops anymore that's not me that is so amazing I mean the transformation is huge. It reminds me a lot. I don't know anyone out there if you've seen Gilmore Girls, Lane Kim, this story is like very, very similar to hers where, you know, she was living this double life. She had one life at home and then one life when she was out and she's having to like change her outfits while she's out to match with, you know, other people and, and just all this stuff. And I think you start to feel so shackled, you know, yeah. you're, you feel like you're a slave to culture. And I feel like the changes that you saw in your life where you started to get more relaxed, you started to get more like confident is because you were dressing in a feminine way and dressing in a way that suited you. And I have to say for myself, which I won't go into all this, this will be for another time, but the changes that I saw in the way I was carrying myself and the way that I was approaching people, the way I was speaking and acting changed when I started wearing dresses and skirts versus like my typical like skinny jeans and boots or whatever. And it's a welcome change. Yeah. It's crazy. And, you know, even you, you saw that personality shift and it doesn't make you feel good inside when you feel like you're, like you said, playing a character. And so if anyone out there is dealing with that, I would encourage you, look, the best thing on you is going to be what you feel great in because that's going to shine. Like that, that sounds so cheesy, but it's true. Like there's so much beauty in you presenting yourself the way that you want to be seen and like putting that effort in because it's so rare nowadays. And that's why I think we're seeing the big shift with like the Sophia Richie um, effect or sorry, Sophia Richie Grange effect. And I feel like we're starting to get back to that. And it's so awesome. But this is like a topic I could go on, up, on and on about. But um, one last thing I really wanted to chat with you about the idea of submission and relationships. And we're talking about godly submission. So you're in the dating stage right now. So I would love to hear just your tips for how you can do that in a healthy way in a dating relationship where you're not like fully under his covering because you're not married yet. But what are some ways that you've been able to do that? And it's actually blessed your relationship. So with with my boyfriend and I, it was something really natural that I didn't realize we were actually doing until I had a conversation with his mom and then I, I remember I messaged you about it um so with my boyfriend and I we're very much so dating for marriage it's very much so a case that this is not like a casual relationship for either one of us and the way the whole submission in dating has manifested for us is I trust him I know that he believes in God I know that he has the right values and the same values as I have therefore I trust him I have this respect for him and while we're not married and there are certain things that probably won't happen until we're married like finances or children it works out in ways that maybe if there's like a decision 
I respect that he's not going to put me in a position that's dangerous. And honestly, I let him look after me. It's it's like a joke around a few friends of mine and I that it's like when you're with your boyfriend, you kind of can switch your brain off and you can let him. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. (laughs) I love it because it's like, I know he's not going to put me in a dangerous situation. He's not going to make me look bad. He's not going to disrespect me in any kind of way. And so because of that, I trust him. And so maybe, I don't know, when we're planning our holidays, I usually let him take the lead. And when it comes to dates and things like that, I'm not picking that. I like him to initiate, do this, let's do this, let's do that. And kind of allowing him to take the lead in that sense. And I'm not a doormat. My boyfriend would definitely agree. (laughs) But um, at the same time, I don't know. I think it all begins with that trust and also seeing that this man is going to be the father of my children one day. Um, He's going to be my husband one day. And so having that full faith and being able to have like big conversations and even involving him in conversations that don't necessarily have anything to do with him. Uh, Recently, I got a job offer that would have probably changed my life. Um, It would have made it difficult, but it would have changed my life. But maybe before when I was single, I would have only thought about myself and been like, ah, no, I don't want to do it. I talked to him about these things involving him in decisions because again I know he's not going to put me in any dangerous situation he's never going to give me bad advice because his head is in the right place he loves me he cares for me so yeah I think it's just I think it's just very healthy to have open conversations um, with your boyfriend um, or your partner and be able to discuss the future and also expectations we've talked about submission in marriage and we both kind of agree that yeah while we're not saying that women are you know low and they have like no rights or whatever we don't think that at all at the same time you can't deny that a woman's role in a marriage it's it's not the same as what uh, a man's role is in a marriage and so just respecting that talking about what we expect from one another yeah I love everything you said like you summed that up and those are such practical things you can do in a dating relationship that don't cross lines like there are just some things that you don't bring into the equation until engagement or marriage because it's just not the time for it and I love so much that you really emphasized you go to him with those decisions you you a lot of times let him take the lead because that's you honoring him honoring um, the relationship and saying, I trust you. And I think saying I trust you to, to a man is like basically saying, I love you truly. Yeah. Um, I think that's so huge. And what you said is beyond easy and practical if you just put it into practice. Because, like you said, when you're around a guy that you trust, you can just switch your brain off in terms of like having to like really, really think about like the pros and cons and evaluate it and do all this stuff and be very mechanical and mathematical about it. It's like his brain just naturally operates that way. And it's not like a drain on him. Whereas I know for me, that kind of stuff is such a drain. 
but I have to do it. You know, like I don't have a choice. I don't have, I don't have that luxury. And so when you said that, it's like, that's the ultimate tell of if you're with the right guy, can you just relax and just like receive? And that is the coolest thing ever. And I think it's really cool to see how God made man and woman for relationship like that, where you can just be like, okay, I know you've got it. I trust you. I respect you. And I'm giving the reins to you in this situation, like planning date night or um, helping me through something. So I love that. And I just love you. And I'm so glad we got to do this episode together. And is there anything that you want to um, sum up super quick or shout out before we peace out? You know what, Liv? I'm going to shout you out because I just want to say this girl's amazing. Like, we went a few years without talking and then the second we started talking again it was like nothing had changed and our friendship has just grown to this really beautiful thing it's so nice to have an adult female friendship where you tell you the same thing so I love this girl honestly she's amazing so thank you so much Oh my gosh, stop on blushing. Oh my goodness. Well, everyone, thank you so much for watching. I or watching. I usually do video ones. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed and be sure and check back for new episodes and follow along on Instagram at hey, it's Liv James. And do you want to shout out your Instagram? Yeah, my Instagram is at Iram S J I D. All right. And she's got some great, um, some great teaching stuff on there. She makes amazing PowerPoints. So if you want PowerPoint inspo, she's the one to go to. Anyways, thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.